y'all doing out there? Mm, my name is Crystal. I'm your host and the host of the Essence of Genesis Radio. Okay. Okay. Now that we've gotten the formalities out of the way. Yes. The crystal is back. The bubbly one is back. The one with the personality is back back and I wanted to do this and I actually feel freer doing this episode than I do with the ancestral curses and I'm gonna tell you this about the ancestral curses series I know it is fucking boring but I am going to get through that okay I I started it I'm committed to it and, and I'm gonna get it through if it's doing well for you that is fantastic if it's something where you're like what the fuck is she talking about she don't know what she talked about that's okay too the part of it i really don't know i thought i did but hey thank you for listening if you are listening to it but we got four more to go through after that we are done with that series probably later on down the road i probably will pick it back up to where it actually really matters and i'm not using a book to do it all right because the, like i said the more i get into that book the more i'm just like what all right, you know, but, and, those, and the thing is, it's interesting because I did read the book, but at the same time when I'm like regurgitating it back to you, I'm realizing out loud, I'm like, this is actually just so antiquated, you know, I just don't agree with that, but this is a trial run episode, okay, this is, this was inspired by two things, Grand Theft Auto 3, and a YouTube, um, a YouTube, uh, damn it, channel, damn it, freaking Mercury Retrograde and my disconnected thoughts. Jet, Grand Theft Auto 3 and, um, a YouTube channel called Let's Read. Now, Grand Theft Auto 3, you might be thinking, like, what's that have to do with this? Okay, so in Grand Theft Auto 3, if you haven't played it, well, I'm going to tell you what that, I'm going to tell you just what's, what I mean by I got inspired by it. When it came out on PS2 years, years, years ago, like years ago, okay, you were able to get into a car and you would drive around. And when you were driving around, you were actually able to listen to radio stations. I forgot how many radio stations there were, but the, but the three main ones that I listened to was Lips 106, Head, uh, Head Radio, and Chatterbox. Chatterbox was the one that I listened to the most. And that's what the one that I um, gained some inspiration from for this particular uh, trial run because I'm going to try and see I'm going to see how well this gets received okay but chatterbox think of chatterbox of like NPR but very satirical so you have all these wacky ass people just calling in and just saying whatever it is I want to say one guy's talking about being naked and trying to get the host to be naked another one is talking about eating roadkill and then you have another one who's talking about Freddie Freddie needs a nanny I mean it's it's all sorts of just wacky stuff that's going on and the second one the youtube channel let's read his name is joel and what he does he has his listeners or subscribers send in their scary stories um or creepy stories or, or things that just happen to them and he sh and he reads them on his youtube channel and a, and he also has some that are called reddit so he goes through reddit and sees you know comes up with uh or starts to read you know uh, people's experiences with like stalkers or uh relationship issues with like boyfriends girlfriends haunted houses or stuff like that so i was like huh chatterbox reddit i'm gonna put those together let me see what happens because the thing is like i said i like to gossip i do so i'm like let me give this a try okay okay I 
hope y'all doing well out there. So the thing is, I actually went on Reddit and I was like, huh, what do I actually want to want to grab? Like what type of thing? If you're not on Reddit, you need to get on Reddit. Okay. That you did some juicy stuff up on there. You can get anything off of Reddit. It is one of the best forms and public platforms there is. If you true child, and there's some, some really, really wonky stuff on on Reddit. But I wanted to um, get into a relationship one. I was like, well, that's the first thing that came to mind. So let me check out some relationship ones, right? Okay. So um, I was going through some of these. Uh, I was going through a lot of them. And this one really caught my eye because I have been in a long distance relationship before. But the thing is about this whole long distance relationship is the fact that they've been they've been together for six months six or nine months she's i don't know she, i don't know she thought the six looked like a nine or the nine looked like a six i don't know if it's a typo but anyway they were they were together between six and nine months all right but this was seven years ago like i said so who knows what happened to them all right but i'm gonna get right down into it okay okay so she so they've been in the longest relationship for six months i guess uh, she said, I cheated three times, but don't have plans to do it again. Hmm. Okay. I've been with my boyfriend for nine months, and I've cheated three times. He lives in Cali, and I'm in Florida. He has a job and is waiting for a transfer next year. Cheating would never happen if we lived in the same place, to, same place because we are always together. There's nothing past sex, casual sex, but it's hard being long in the long distance sometimes. When he's with me, I want no one else, and he's the only guy I want or need. How sweet. We've already talked about marriage and kids, and I honestly can't see myself with anyone else emotionally. I feel like we have a really steady relationship. We get along well, and I see a future. Uh, I see if I see him as a future partner. But it's hard for me to be faithful because I have a high libido, not a justification, just a fact. I used condoms, and I've been tested after the encounters. Clean. I guess my question is, how do I remain faithful? I told myself I wouldn't cheat, but it happened, and I can't take it back. I don't want to tell him because he would break up with me. I've never been in a faithful relationship and my dad cheated on my mom. It broke my heart, so I don't want to put my boyfriend through the same thing I went through, especially since I want to be with him long term. I know it sucks, but I find myself doing it. Is it just because I'm selfish and I need a change of perspective? You're fucking selfish, alright? Personally, if he cheated, I wouldn't be mad if he didn't want to pursue a relationship with her. But I know that's not how all relationships work, and I should discuss these ideas with my significant other. I know the saying is, once a cheater, always a cheater. But I don't want to believe that I am like that. I would never cheat on him while we live together, slash, in the same place, because things are perfect. I guess I'm having a hard time coping with the, with the distance thing. I cheated on my boyfriend with, th with a casual encounter three times. I have no intention of doing it again, but I feel like a drastic change is needed to change my perspective. I need advice! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Okay, I know you guys are probably like, um, 
yeah you're 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 selfish absolutely now she's 21 and he's 22 now since this, this was seven years ago she's probably 28 and he's 29 right right okay about to say i know i'm not good at math but i shouldn't be that bad anyway now i just want to go on the record and say that just based off of this post alone we don't know how long they have been friends if they've been friends before they got into a relationship okay we don't know how they met okay we don't know a lot of their backgrounds we know a little bit about hers because she told us because she decided to share that her dad cheated on her mom and it broke her heart okay but we don't know anything what's going on with him other than that he lives in california and he's going to be transferred okay now the whole thing of once a cheater always a cheater let me address that really quickly before i get into this okay by the way i might actually have this might be like a panel sort of thing and i would want this to be a panel sort of thing so i don't want it to just be me i definitely want to have other people on this or uh, uh getting get, gaining other people's perspective on this but the once a cheater always a cheater that is that i don't feel like that is something that is uh true because people can change people have changed but the thing is you're gonna have to change within yourself and you're gonna have to change for yourself so if you have cheated on people and you're realizing how much hurt not only you causing them but yourself you're gonna then you know find why it is that you're cheating why do you feel the need to cheat now i will i've i've mentioned before by myself that um i have been cheated on and i have been a cheater okay since my second husband i have not cheated on anybody okay not a damn soul okay because i started to um see the value in um in relationships because the thing is the reason why i had cheated was because i had low self-esteem um i didn't love myself and i whatever attention that i was given i took and you know and the way that i acted out on that uh that attention was by going outside the relationship and having sex with somebody else um so because the thing was like I was looked at as an ugly duckling when I was younger and nobody looked at me twice and then all of a sudden people are then all of a sudden men are looking at me males are looking at me I'm just saying hey I want that I want that I want that so it was a sense of empty pride um, and that to me was like a, a sense of confidence when it wasn't confidence it was just basically an empty shell looking for any sort of attention because I was craving attention and but it was the wrong sort of attention there's something on my back I feel like there's something on my back besides my skin so i wanted to talk about this but the thing is once you start reflecting on yourself about the or reflecting on the reasons why you're cheating you can change yourself will that always be there who knows i don't know if that's always going to be there i don't have to, i don't feel the need to do that anymore i don't want to do that anymore because i learned something called empathy and I started putting myself in the other person's shoes. And I'm like, if I don't want that happening to me, why am I going to do that to them? You know, that's fucking selfish of me. So, yeah, I would say that she is selfish for doing that. She is selfish for wanting to have her cake and eat it, too. 
the thing is, okay, at the title, she said they were to long distance relationship for six months. Maybe all together they were together. Maybe all together it was nine months. So maybe they were together for three months, you know, physically, like in the same location for three months. And then, and then after that, he went to Cali or she went to Florida or whatever. And, you know, they've been in a long distance relationship for six months. And, but she cheated three times in six months. Statistically, that is one counter every two months. I should know about statistics. I mean, that's easy to, to comprehend, but I should know about statistics considering how much of a pain in the ass it was. But we're not going to get into radiuses and coefficients and all that other bullshit because I, I, it's not going to be running that deep. Mm. Taking a drink of water. Okay. So that's three times in six months. Okay. And she doesn't want to tell him because she doesn't want to break up with him or she doesn't want him to break up with her. So she knows that he doesn't like that. Even though she has mentioned that if he cheated on her or if he slept with another girl, she would be okay with it as long as he doesn't want to pursue a relationship with the other person. Okay, that's your perspective. But the fact that you're not telling that person or the fact that she's not telling him or that she didn't tell him, let's just, just, just go ahead and just say that that happened because, like I said, this posted seven years ago. But the thing is, there are people in these sort of situations now that, um, damn, I think something bit my back. Um, but there are people in these situations now where this is a topical discussion, where this is something that is very relevant. Okay, but the thing is, the fact that she's not telling him, she knows that, that that was something that she did wrong. I mean, good kudos to her for getting tested. That's great. But you wouldn't have had to get tested if you didn't do it in the first place. There And using your high libido as an excuse to cheat on somebody is just horrific. And it shows the type of person that she is. She's talking about how the high libido is is not a justification, just a fact. It can be a fact, but you're also trying to justify cheating on somebody because you have a high libido. Listen, there are many couples who are in probably in long distance relationship have high libidos. But the thing is, there's something there is something called uh, self-containment. There is something called strong will. OK, clearly this per like. The thing is, it's she's 21 years old. Oh, she was 21 years old, okay? At that point, if you're cheating on somebody, especially that many times in a matter of six months, you need I, I would say that you need to end it. First of all, tell him and end it. Because it seems as though that a long-distance relationship is not ideal. Granted, yes, he did. Granted, she mentioned that he was going to be transferring. Okay, but why do you need to have him there in order for you to hold yourself accountable for not cheating? It's not necessarily him holding her accountable, uh, her holding herself accountable, excuse me. She's using him being in the, in the vicinity of, 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 or being there with her as an excuse to have him basically account for her presence, okay? The thing, the problem with that whole scenario, that situation, is the lack of communication. Communication is a huge, huge, huge thing, huge factor in a relationship. Honest communication 
is, is a necessity when it comes to having healthy relationships. So for her to not communicate to him, letting him know like, hey, I have needs. I'm feeling like I'm needing to, to, to step outside the relationship. I know you're probably thinking like, who has a conversation like that? Healthy couples do. Healthy couples do. You have, you have to, at the end of the day, remember, you are human. Long distance relationships are not easy. I've been in them before. They are not easy. But at the same time, you should hold yourself accountable and know to not put yourself in situations to where you're going to be tempted. I'm not saying that you can't go out and live your life, but you also have to understand and read the situation, read the room, read the encounters. If you're feeling like you're about to step outside that relationship just for a little quick bang, then you need to reevaluate yourself and the relationship. Okay, because clearly you don't have a you don't you don't have enough experience to to hold yourself back and say no to temptation. Temptation will always be there. It will always be there. Okay, you shouldn't lock yourself up because you're feeling like you're gonna have you're gonna be tempted. It's gonna happen, but what you do with that temptation is what's it, it what matters. And with those type of things, she should have walked away. And it wasn't like once. It wasn't one time. It was three times in the matter of six months. So who's to say that he does transfer over there, right? And he has to, and then they live together, whatnot. She's already, she's cool. She's cool with it. But then he has to go out of town again. And what if he has to go out of town? He has to go out of town for like, I don't know, a week or two or something like that. So what's, what does that mean? That means, is, are, are you going to step outside the relationship again because you have a high libido? It's more of the, it sounds like it's more of a sexual type of relationship more than, um, a relationship that has a solid foundation because it's very clear that this does not have a solid foundation. Okay. I love talking about stuff like this. I really do. And the thing is, it's like I, I even mentioned in my, um, my trailer for, for this show that, um, you know, I use my personal experiences. I talk about my personal experiences and I, like I said, I had mentioned that I was in a long distance relationship before quite a, a, about two of them. I was in two long distance relationships, three long distance relationships. And, um, the first one was my first husband. I cheated on him. Okay. And that was, and, um, that was around the time when I was telling you guys about like the reasons why I was cheating. First of all, that was a whirlwind marriage. Okay. That should have never happened. I should have never cheated on him anyway. Okay. That I, that, that I took full responsibility of that. Um, but I ended up cheating on him with a second guy and he actually ended up being my second husband and I didn't cheat on him and I haven't cheated on anybody since then. However, he did cheat on me. Karma is a bitch. It will come back and bite you in the ass. All right. He never owned up to it, but trust me, I got, I got ears everywhere. I got eyes and ears everywhere. Okay. So let's go back. Let's go back. Let's, let's see this. This did she over here talked about, I would never cheat on him while we live together in the same place because things are perfect. It ain't perfect. If you're cheating on him, it's not. How can it be perfect if you're cheating on him? If you, the thing is, when you're in a relationship, you guys need to have honest discussions about your expectations. Okay. She probably didn't know. I'm going to go on the fence, play devil's advocate here and say that she probably didn't know that she would be like that or she would cheat on him once he, you know, 
whoever moved, okay, whether she moved to Florida or he moved to California, she probably didn't know about that. But as soon as the first encounter happened, she should have told him about it. She should have told him about it. She obviously knew it was wrong because she did it two more times in a matter of six months. So are you using him? So if he comes back to you or he lives with you, are you using him as a way to, to, to anchor yourself? You shouldn't be using other people to anchor yourself, especially when it comes to something like that. You should be doing it for yourself. You should be wanting to, if, you're, if you see somebody as your life partner, okay, you need to have honest conversations. If you're wanting to, especially if you're starting to date, all right, if you're starting to date and you know yourself and you know that, hey, you're, you're, you're a polyamorous and the other one is a monogamous, okay, y'all need to have a conversation about that. All right, because the person who's monogamous is probably not going to want to be with somebody who's who is uh, polygamous, not polygamous, but uh, polyamorous. They're probably not going to want to. Probably in the same vice versa, the polyamorous person may not want to be with the monogamous person because maybe the the polyamorous person is going to feel a bit stifled. They they like to have they like to be with other people while they're with that person. Monogamous person just wants to be with that person. Neither one of them are wrong. That's your preference. Okay. But you need to have a conversation about that and not get into it, not, not be nose deep into a relationship. And all of a sudden you're like, well, it's like the same thing of like being with somebody for like three years, right? Y'all get married. And now all of a sudden, the topic of kids come up. One person wants to have kids, the other one doesn't. Uh-oh. Now you got a problem. Because that is one of those things where you should have had a conversation about when you were on your first date. If not the first date, then the second date. Don't wait three years and get married and be like, well, I want a child. Well, I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Houston, we got a problem here. One person wants kids and the other one doesn't. One person wants to have fun and have, you know, and, 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 and live a polyamorous life. The other one doesn't want that. You got to have conversations about this before you get into it. Like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate because maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't know. And it kind of sounds like she really didn't know that she was that type, that she was going to do that while she was, while they were together. Um, yeah, that is... And I'm calling, and obviously I'm looking at these comments and whatnot. Somebody was like, it's only been six months and you've cheated on, you've cheated three times. Three. Exactly. Exactly. You, the thing, bottom line is, granted this was seven years ago, bottom line, I hope she told him. I really hope she told him because he deserves to know. And it doesn't, and it doesn't matter if she's okay with him having sex with another girl she still has a right to know. All right. When I cheated, I told them. I told I told them that I cheated. And is it one of those things that's easy? No, it's not easy. You there's you you are you're so there's so much guilt. When I did it, there was so much guilt that it made me sick to my stomach because I'm looking at their reaction and I'm like, I fucked this up. 
because I couldn't control myself. Watching and I and I'm looking at the hurt that I put on that person. But the thing was, I didn't give a shit after I told him the first time because I kept on doing it. So clearly I knew it was wrong. But guess what? I was selfish. I didn't care after that because I was only thinking about myself. Me, me, me. And let me tell you something. When you do stuff like that, let me tell karma comes back. You learn a difficult lesson when you've hurt other people and it comes back to get you. And I learned a very, very, very hard lesson. And I had to learn relationships. I had to learn what a relationship is because I was never, quote unquote, taught on what a relationship was or what the type of relationship I wanted to be in. Because even though my parents were married for 40 years, there was still a disconnect because I never really saw them be affectionate with one another. They just coexisted in one house. So that was my model. And there was um, suspicion of my dad, may he rest in peace, that he did have somebody on the side. Um, but that can never be confirmed because the, the supposed mistress um, passed away years before my dad did. Okay, so we'll, we'll never know. And to be honest with you, I really don't fucking care. Okay, because the thing, the matter of the thing is, he kept that shit. If he did, he kept it out of the house. I mean, at least he had, was able to do that. But the thing is, he's not here to fend for himself. She's not here. Well, he's, he's not here to, to talk for himself. She's not here to talk for herself, if that was the case. All right? I love my dad. I will never, I, the way that I see him, if that ever happened, it, never, it doesn't change my viewpoint about him. I still love my dad, I, and I miss him. Okay? Um, but I really feel like, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up, though. I just wanted to talk about this, and I really want to have a panel I want to do more of these shows or these episodes and have a panel so we all can get a good perspective on it um, because I think it's a good idea to talk about these things like real world, real world stuff, stuff outside of spirituality because there, are, there is a whole other world that, that happens outside of spirituality, you know, outside of the spiritual world, okay? So, but the thing is like, how do you remain faithful? You remain faithful by, by staying um, faithful. That's how you remain faithful. <laughs> if you can't if you can't remain faithful then get out of the relationship it's it's not worth hurting another person you know and it's not worth carrying that guilt either okay so that's all i have to say thank you for this is my this has been my ted talk all right i hope you guys enjoy this i had a lot of fun doing this one obviously like i said next um i'm i'm hoping to yeah i'll have one next monday definitely i have one next monday because jason and i'll be back that sunday We'll be back that Sunday. We're going to beat the holiday rush. Um, so I'll have another one and we'll do the fourth um, in, uh, indication of a curse. So after that, then we'll have three more and we'll be done with it. And we'll move on to something that you guys can actually listen to. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to get going here. All right. Um, I hope if you're listening to this, this is a good topic for you guys to have a discussion about. If uh, you want to talk with your significant other or another friend. But anyway, I will get going and I love you guys. So peace out. What is it? Peace, pipes and rice. And I'm out this biatch.